Hello everyone. It's Majid and you are listening to Ariana podcast from Shiraz in Iran. In the first episode, I explain a brief reasons for why you must travel to Iran. And now in this episode, I will tell you about early history of Iranian myths. So without any other words, let's start. According to Iranian mythology, the national history begins with the reign of Kumars, the first Lord King, who reigns for 30 years. Zoroastrianism calls him the prototype of man brought forth by Ahura Mazda at the sixth stage of creation. Kumars dies from fatal wounds inflicted by Ahriman and Siamak. Kumar's son, according to the Ferdowsi's book, is also slain by demons. They are both dourly avenged by Hushang. Hushang founds the Pishtadian dynasty and reigns for 40 years. He succeeds in extracting metal from rock and devising a means of drawing water from rivers in order to cultivate the land. Moreover, he is the first to tame animals and build houses. He also inadvertently discovers fire by hitting a stone against a rock while attempting to kill a serpent, and institutes the festival of Sadeh in commemoration of this discovery. Hushang is followed by Tahmurez, who is often given the title of Demon Bender because he subjugated the demons and rides and the back of Ahriman, whom he has transformed into a house. Tahmurez reigns for 50 years and is the first to spin wool for clothing, to use dogs to protect flocks, to employ falcons and hounds for hunting, to tame foes and to exploit beasts of boredom. The demons reveal to him the secrets of writing. Tahmurez is succeeded by his brother Jamshid, one of the most colorful figures of Iranian myths. He rose for over 600 years and during this period, death, pain, old age and evil are driving out of his realm. Two times, by magic, Jamshid enlarges the extent of his domain in order to accommodate the increasing number of people, animals, and other creatures. In popular belief, Jamshid is often identified with the prophet Solomon and is credited with many magical attributes such as the ability to foretell the future with the help of his magic cup called Jame Jam. At the height of his power, Jamshid orders 
He demands to build the carriage in which he rises into the in which he rises into the skies. He commemorates this event by instituting the Iranian New Year festival Noruz. His power and success, however, fill him with pride. Seduced by Ahriman, he proclaims himself divine, whereupon his fortune far departs from him, leaving him vulnerable to the attack of monstrous tyrants, Zahak, who seizes the fugitive Jamshid and has him sawn in half. rule of Zahak lasts for a thousand years. He has many people slain in order to feed their brains to two serpents which has grown on his shoulders. The country is enshrouded in misery until set free by freedom. A descendant of Jamshid rises in secret without Zahak's knowledge. Freydun is supported by a group of people led by blacksmith Kaveh, who has lost all about one of his sons to Zahag's serpents. Under Freydun, prosperity rises once more over the world. Nearing the end of his life, Freydun divides his vast demons among his two sons. The western lands pass to Sam, his eldest son. The northern and eastern lands are given to Tool, the middle zone, while the central region is bestowed on Iraj, the youngest and favorite son. This war quest draws us to jealousy and rancor on the elder brothers who conspire to murder Iraj. The slaying of the noble Iraj and at the hand of two sets of a bloody and protracted fear between the royal houses of Iran and Turan. With Freydun's duration of his kingdom, the area of both kings come to the end. Manchel, a descendant of Iraj's daughter, whom Freydun had reared, eventually ascends the throne, helped by his general Karen, a son of Kawe. Manchel tracks down and kills both Turan's son in battle. The war of Iran and Turan, over which Afrasiab holds sway, 
goes on for many years with no one country. Now the other victorious. Under Mancho, the exploits of the heroic vassal kings of Sistan, led by Sam, who is followed by his son Zal and grandson Rostam, begin to unfold. After years of trouble, Iranian fortunes revive under Kaybobad, who established a new dynasty called the Kianian. Whereas the Pishtadian kings are often mystical in nature, the Kianian kings form a coherent group which exhibits dynastic features. Therefore, it appears that with Kianians we pass from what is mostly mythology to legendary history. Kegobaut to immediate successors, Kekavus and Kekosro are of particular renown. Kekobalt's two immediate successors, Kekavus and Kekosro, are of particular renown. The reign of Kekavus, an ambitious petulant, unpredictable ruler, is marked by many wars and adventures. During his rule, a fight between Iran and Turan becomes even more vicious than before. One of the tragic events which occurs at this time is connected with Siavash, Keikawu's sons, who is falsely accused by his father's wife as having made amorous advances toward her. Siavash proves her innocence by passing unharmed through fire. His father, however, remains suspicious of him, and the prince has to seek shelter at the Turanian court. Though, having married the Turanian princess, he is treated as befits royalty for some time until his brothers in love envy his brilliance and plot against him. Eventually, Aprasia borders him slain, judging from the scattered accounts that speak of Siavash. It appears that the mouse have been the focus of a mourning cult which dated for Persian times. Siawash's son, Keikhosro, is born after his father's death. The new of his birth revives hope for vengeance among the Iranians, and Keikhosro's remorse dispatches one of his outstanding generals to find the prince and bring him to Iran. After 
after dangerous journey, Kirchhoff's race successfully conducted to the Iranian court. Helped by a host of distinguished warriors, he weighed twirl and kills Aprasyab, thus closing a fateful chapter of Iran-Turanian's war. After this, Kirchhoff returns away from the affairs of the world and designated Lohrasp, a distant relative, as his successor. Lohrasp flows wisely until advanced in age. He retired from Tron, which has lived to his ambitious son, Gustasp. It is during the reign of Gustasp that Zoroaster proclaims his religion. Gustasp embraces the new face and joins the prophet in porcelate zinc. Out regarded what he considers a betrayal of the old face, Arjas, the new king of Turan, invades Iran, but is defeated by Gushtasp, able son Sfandiyar. The ungrateful Gushtasp, however alarmed at Sfandiyar's ambitions, sent him to Sistan with the order to bring Rostam, now ruler of that vassal kingdom. As a prisoner to the court, Gustasp claims that Rostam has failed to pay his respects to the crown for some time. Esfandiar has little linking for the command that pits him against the invisible warrior, but his pride persuades him to take up the challenge. There follows a single combat in which Rostam succeeds in inflicting upon Esfandiar a mortal arrow wound. Shortly afterward, Rostam himself is killed as a result of stratagems of his envious brother. Rostam's province fell prey to Bahman, the son of Esfandiar and successor to Kishtas. Bahman is succeeded by his daughter and wife, Homai. She bears him a son called Dara. Eventually, Darya ascends the throne and is succeeded in turn by his son Dara the Younger, who is killed by Alexander the Great. Bahman's other son, Sasan, becomes an ancestor of the Sassanid clan. The phase of the Kyanian role from Bahman to Dara is marked by new and distinctive future which set it apart from the earlier phases and bring it into historical times. What you did here was the second episode of Ariana podcast. In this episode, we discussed about the early history of Iranian myths in according to the book of Ferdowsi, Shahnameh. Ferdowsi helped us to have Persian language until now. His tomb is located in Mashhad. When we arrive today, I will explain more about Shahnameh, his legacy and his life. This podcast is powered by Ariana Travel Agency established by a group of young educated people in Iran. They want to help you to have an incredible experience when you are in Iran and, in the other hand, bring more profits for local people. 
Tourism is a gearing industry, and increasing quality of life is its duty. You can find Ariana by arianatravel.com or searching Ariana Travel in all social medias as well as podcast platforms. As we said always, travel to Iran like you should do. Have a good time and Khoda Negahdar. ابر شام قیمت نداره حیف از اون موهای تو ای سر راهت نشینم خسته خسته Do you know